Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Jesus a hand clap of praise this morning. If you're excited to be here, come on somebody. Tell the person next to you, you sat right to the, you sat next to the right person. You sat, you sat next to the right person. If you brush your teeth, go smile at them real big this morning. If you didn't, don't do it. All right. Don't you dare. So good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Wouldn't worship amazing. Can you give it up for our amazing worship team, man? So awesome. How they pour in each week. We spoiled, y'all. We spoiled, I'm telling you. <laughs> we spoiled. God's good. <laughs> I just uh, wanted to welcome as well our first-time guest, Faith Renew. Can you just help us welcome our first-time guest? If you are here for the first time, I hope you've already filled out a Connect card. We'd love to connect with you and get to know you. We just want to let you know that if you were in the parking lot, you're a visitor, but now you're sitting down in this room, you're family, and uh, you stuck with us now. <laughs> so it's just awesome to see what God's doing and how he's adding to the family each week, amen, and uh, it's just awesome. My name is Andrew, and I have the honor of serving this beautiful faith family um, as the Connections Pastor, and uh, you might say, Drew, what does that do? What do you mean? Well... Everything's connected to everything, and everything connects to one another, and so my, my job is just to oversee, making sure you get connected and get plugged in, and uh, Pastor Terry and I were discussing just the flow of the series, and um, he had mentioned to me, you know, this Sunday being the first Sunday of the Faith Track, and he's like, when we're in this Y series, why don't you just go ahead and do why faith track? So that's what we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to talk about the faith track and we're going to dive into some things. But let's turn into our word this morning. Let's turn, if you have the version Bible app, um, there's a live event taking place right there. And you can just click more than events and find all the notes. We're going to go through several scriptures this morning. Anybody love the word? And uh, we're going to hop in a couple different versions. So if you got that U version, it's going to be easy for you to flow with us. Um, if you got your paper Bible, we love that too. We're going to go to Psalms 139, verse 15 and 16. That was your chance to say, whoo, whoo. Hey, don't slack on me just because PT not preaching this morning now. I need the woos. Psalms 139, verses 15 and 16. Coming out of the message translation this morning. This is David speaking and singing and praying to the Lord, saying this, verse 15, you know me inside and out. You know every bone in my being. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit, how I was sculpted from something or from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I'd even lived one day. That's our God, family. 
Isn't that amazing to think about for a second? That before you even lived a day, your life was already planned out, purposed out from heaven. I'm going to say that one more time because I feel like some of you ain't had enough coffee this morning. Ain't, ain't, ain't ready. Before you even lived a day, your whole entire life was planned out and purposed out. And when you have faith in a God who is good, the creator of the universe who created the life and has good plans, it's like you realize even though what I'm going through may not feel good, in the end it'll work for my good. I'm already preaching. I'm I don't just open the scripture. You don't get too excited. Take the hand of the person next to you and let's go before the Father in prayer. Jesus, oh, I need you this morning. <laughs> I need you. I need your help this morning. And I just pray that your anointing would flow, that you would speak to hearts this morning. And I thank you that we're not here on accident, but we're here on purpose, God. And you planned this day before the foundations of the earth existed, God. And you planned for those that would be in this room to be in this room and for those that would watch this service via live stream to watch it this morning. God, I'm asking you to do what only you can do and speak to the depths of our hearts this morning directly out of your word. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen, amen, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. One more again. Tell the person next to you why. Why? Just get that little Scooby-Doo look on your face, you know? Like that little why. Why? Why? We've been in a series called Why, and uh, this morning, again, I'm going to go into Why Faith Track. And you're like, man, you're just going to talk about Faith Track the entire time, bro? What are you talking about? Yes, I am. And... I'm going to do it in a way you may not expect it, but uh, I just wanted to really just pull back the curtain a little bit and uh, give you the why we do kind of what we do. This whole series is about, it's just kind of why faith renewed is the way it is, what we believe and, and why we function the way we function. And, and all of our whys flow down from one single vision. How many know you got to have vision? If you're going to go somewhere, you got to have vision. You can't just go blind. you got to have vision. And God has given the vision of this house. And the vision of this house is simply this. We exist to make Jesus known. Anybody on board with me? That's, that's it. It's simple. And that's the, I love how the scripture says to make the vision plain. That's says plain right there so that we could run with it. And, and I, I just, I'm just troubled though, because Proverbs 29, 18 and the message says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Have you seen people who don't have vision for their life, who don't have a plan? They, they're stumbling all the time. <laughs> and they're wondering why they're stumbling. And maybe it's because they ain't connected to the vision God has and the purpose God has for their life. And I don't want you to be one of those stumblers this morning. If you've been walked in stumbling, I pray you're leaving knowing the direction and the path God has for you this morning. But you don't have to stumble this morning. Amen. Because the, 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 the truth is, is all of us here are on a spiritual journey called walking with Jesus. 
We're all on this same boat together. We're all going the same direction. And when people don't know that direction, they begin to stumble. And, but I love how Jesus shows us the way and how David said in Psalm 16, 11, he said, you will show me the way of life. Granted me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. There is a path and God will show you the way. The question is, are you ready to open up your heart and your mind that maybe God wants to break the box of your thinking this morning? Maybe God wants to show you some new things about you that you didn't even know. (laughs) Can I get an amen this morning? But every vision has to have a mission. It has to connect to how we do it. And I love that, that here at Faith Renew, we, we, you, know, we don't, you don't hear the mission mentioned a lot. And I love that. The reason being is because mission isn't talked about. Mission is just done. It's just in action. It's just always moving. And you didn't even know you were part of the mission because you were already walking in it. And when you joined a faith group and, and when you came to this service on the weekend, and you, you didn't even know you were operating in the, in the mission. But when you make Jesus known and it's clear and the vision is clear, there's a mission at hand. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. And our mission, this is straight off of our website here. Our mission is to lead you to discover God through our weekend services, find community in any one of our faith groups, activate your purpose. Say activate. Activate. Come on, shout it out. Say activate Activate. your purpose by completing the faith track. Hey, hey, hey. And make a difference by joining one of our dream teams. Hallelujah. And the production team said amen right there this morning. Listen. I love how we have these really four missional points here and why we do, and it all ties to just something in the house. And we want you to get to know that something. And that's why we created the Faith Track, because it's, it's that journey. We want to help you and your family go on this journey, because we believe that God didn't just bring you here just to sit. I love that you're comfortable but I don't need you comfortable. I need you working in your purpose. Can I say that, PT? Amen. Dad said I can. Amen. I could do it. But I love how activating your purpose is in the middle of our mission statement. It's in the middle. It's, it's in the middle because I, I just see it so connected to everything we do because As we continue to discover God, we at the same time discover our purpose. And as we find community, we find friends, we find brothers, we find sisters of the same faith going the same direction towards Jesus. We find more of why we need to walk in our purpose and what that looks like with each other. And I I, I love how even as we make a difference, it's you walking out your purpose. Now, the question is, are you making a difference right now? If you were making a difference, you wouldn't be here sitting sad and somber. You would be fully of life, plugged in directly to the heart of God for you. If you were making a difference, you would know it in your inner 
being, but saying, man, there's got to be something more to this life than nine to five, Monday through Friday, three meals a day, lay down at 930, wake up at 530. There's got to be more to life than just the routine. And life gets mundane when life has no purpose. Life gets boring when life has no purpose. And this morning I'm coming to help you activate the purpose of God inside of you. To tell you you do have a hope and you do have a future. To tell you where you're sitting right now isn't where you're going to be. To tell you that God wants to use you. Yes, you. And when does he want to? Now would be a great time. This world is falling apart. And it's going to get even more darker out there, amen? Scripture, his Bible. But as the dark gets darker, how many know the light is going to get even brighter? And God has set us to be the church. And I love how he said, upon this rock, I will establish my church. And the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. Can I get an amen? Amen. So Face Track, you know... It's for everybody. It's not just for new folks. And I I would say, man, if you're not walking and activating your purpose, it's for you. Whether you've been here faithfully attending Faith Renewed for years and years. We love that. It's awesome. We're grateful for your faithfulness and attendance. But we now need to move you and want to lead you into that next faithfulness journey, which is being faithful and obeying the word and the purpose and using the gifts that God has created you with. It's time to move on from just being okay with just being sitting and and coming to a Sunday service. We have lost people that need a real Jesus in our city. Come on. There's so much need. And honestly, we can't do it. It's not just Pastor Terry's job. It's not just my job or the staff's job. It's all of our jobs. It's all of us. We're all in this together. When you said yes to Jesus, I said yes to the same Jesus. And we said yes to the same vision. And we said he said yes to the same mission. And that's to make his son known everywhere we go. Amen. Surveys say there's some stats. It's alarming. There's a survey that says that there's 87% of people who attend church that have never discovered their purpose and don't know their spiritual gifts. 87%. That means 13, if my math is correct, 13 out of 100 people in a church actually know their spiritual gifts and know their purpose. And you wonder why the church has lost power in culture and lost power in the world. And why it's not why the church isn't trending because we don't even know who we are. We're trying to do what everybody else is doing and be whatever, whatever else is being. And, and we, we, we need to establish one thing that we are 
the church of Jesus Christ. And we are separated from the world. We are in this world, but we are definitely not of it. And even though it may be trending out there, it's not going to trend in here. And I'm telling you, you've come to a church that knows who she is. You've come to a body, a family of people that we, we rely on the B-I-B-L-E. You learned about that last week. We rely. We don't care if it's not popular. We don't care if it's not tweetable. We don't care if it offends you. We don't care. But you know why? Because it is the word of God. Ooh, I'm fired up more than I thought I would be this morning. But we wonder why the church ain't lost its powers because it's not walking in its purpose. Tell the person next to you, you have purpose. Come on, say it loud. Say it with conviction. Say you have purpose. Come on, don't get shy on me here. And I want to share with you this morning, just out of this activating your purpose, missional uh, uh, value here, I just want to share with you how God reveals our purpose in Scripture. Amen? And I, I, I want to do that. And before we get there, though, I want to share with you three enemies of purpose. Three enemies of purpose. Three enemies of purpose. Uh, Romans 12, verse 2, famous uh, verse in Scripture. It says, do not, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good. Say good. And pleasing. Say pleasing. And perfect. Say perfect. Amen. Amen. But it was a warning Paul gives the Romans. Don't copy. Don't, don't copy the behaviors and the customs and the ways of the world. And there's three enemies. When we begin to copy, there's enemies, three enemies of purpose. The first one is confusion. If you're confused this morning, you don't have to leave confused. If you're doubting this morning, you don't have to leave doubting. God knows who you are. Amen? Another enemy is comparison. Ooh, my, my. I can't sing like Adam, but I sure wish I could. I, I try in the shower, you know what I mean? I try. When the acoustic's just right, I got my little... My little bathroom speaker in there. I mean, that thing is blasting, you know. Show me your glory. Just going in. Right? But I love that I can't sing like Adam because I'm not carried to sing a song like Adam can. Amen? Comparison. We, we fall in this comparison thing. And, oh, my gosh, you know, you're, you're Pastor Andrew. And, and I'm, not, I'm not you. I can't lead people, Pastor. I can't lead a faith group. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah. Just, I'm just asking you to say yes to your purpose. And maybe yes to your purpose looks like you leading people down the same path you're already going. And maybe you... Say yes to your purpose. Looks like you just hanging in the living room with some people you love and go to church with, which you already naturally do. Comparison. It's a killer. You don't know your purpose. We don't know our purpose because we're too focused on other people's. But then also this is a danger enemy. It's counterfeit. 
as a counterfeit. And sometimes we walk in and things that we think is genuine, but you're trying just to be and please everybody else. And that, that, that's going to that's run its course on you. It's going to tire you out. It, it's gonna, you're going to get tired of living for everybody else and living to everybody else's expectations. But once you get into that genuine purpose, you're like, man, I'm free. I'm free to be me. And love what God has packaged you with. That God has packaged a beautiful, awesome personality. Amen. He's packaged you with some awesome gifts that are tied to that personality. And we want you functioning in all those things this morning. Amen. So here we go. How God reveals our purpose real quick. Number one, the call from birth. The call from birth. Jeremiah 1, 4 through 8 says, The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. I'm not qualified in my past. My, I'm, I'm too young. I'm too uh, just burdened. Uh, you know, have you ever been there before? Verse 7, it says, and the Lord replied, don't say I'm too young. In other words, don't give me any excuses. How many know purpose has no age limit? Purpose has no age limit. Don't say I'm too young. Don't give me that excuse for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people for I will be with you and I will protect you for I, the Lord, have spoken. Amen. You know, I, I, can, I can connect with Jeremiah there. You know, I'm a pastor's kid, my presiding bishop, my, my dad is sitting right there. I love him. I grew up in a pastor's family, third generation pastor, love it, awesome. Felt the call of God on my life from a young age. I remember really sitting with my Hot Wheels and my Legos and diapers. I remember being just of toddler age and my mom would flip on Christian television and I would see them laying on hands and falling out. I would sense the worship and the presence of God. I knew something at a young age was drawing me and pulling me. I knew I was created. And at 17, I got into ministry and, and accepted the call of God on my life and, 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 and did it. And, and just also, I knew how to connect with Jeremiah because I was also too young, you know. And I, I was on fire, but I had no direction. I was just everywhere. I Listen, if, if you had them old, old tapes of Drew preaching, you'd be like, brother, that's rough. Like, you've come a long way, son. But all I knew was, man, I was just on fire for Jesus. And I was just, just, I just didn't know what to do with it. And I was just everywhere and laying hands on whatever walked. I mean, I'm telling you, we would, 
We got in trouble in church for, listen, we was, I was them peoples. I was them peoples that was doing too much. And, but I knew, man, I had a calling on my life. And, and I know, man, God reveals our purpose, and he does it at a young age. And I love how our faith kids ministry instills biblical values in our children from a young age, speaks life to them from a young age where they're going through a biblical curriculum that will take them through Genesis, through Revelation, and they will understand the word and they will have the gospel. When we encourage our teachers, when you're in the middle of a teaching and you feel a prompting of the Lord to speak over a child, you better speak over a child. You better declare them God's made you the head and not the tail above and not beneath the lender not the bar you better tell them God's created you with a purpose God's created you with a path and a plan and God's going to create those gifts and he's going to do those things and to speak life into them because it starts when we're young amen it starts at birth and God has done it and he knows he knows this this word just reveals something that he knew you again before you was in your mom's womb before you were thought You were born with a purpose. Don't run from it anymore. Don't run from it. Don't give any more excuses this morning. Amen? Second way God reveals our purpose in scriptures we've seen is just this growing awareness of our purpose. This growing awareness of our purpose. And for this, just the backdrop, you know, it's just Joseph's story. And, and, And Joseph's story, as we walk out, you know, as he walks out his journey with the Lord, you know, his discovering of his purpose didn't happen till almost the end of his life. And, you know, Joseph was, um, you know, that story, he had a dream and uh, he saw a dream and everyone was bowing down to him. And uh, he did the maiden mistake of telling his brothers. And they, they're like, well, we're going to, you, listen, I, I ain't bowing down to my brother. And so we know the story, his brothers betrayed him, sold him, and he ends up in prison for most of his life. And I love this because he is called of God, but everything in his life seems to be going the opposite direction. Wait a minute, you called me, you gave me this dream, you gave me this vision, you gave me this mission, but everything in my life is going the opposite way. But what we find out at the end of Joseph's life and his story is that God used what looked like a wrong turn and redeemed it for something good. And not just something good for him, but for his family who betrayed him. (laughs) And now at the end of his story in this scripture in Genesis 50, 20, we pick it up and he is second in command to Pharaoh right now. He's in Egyptian clothes. His family comes to him, his brothers, and they didn't recognize him. And, And he's telling them this in verse 20 of Genesis 50. It says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so that I could save the lives of many people. Don't misinterpret what you've been through. Because Jesus wants to use it to save many lives like he did with Joseph. 
Don't misinterpret that wrong turn or that bad time or that bad moment. Don't give up on purpose then. If you would just hold on. I just want to speak to somebody prophetically this morning. If you would just hold on. God's going to bring you and see you through. Amen. That's the second way. So first is he calls us from birth. The second way is he reveals our purpose is through growing awareness. Just through our journey. We just realize, man, okay, my life wasn't a waste. It was all for right here, right now, for this purpose, for this moment. Number three is walking through open doors. It's one of the ways God reveals purpose. There are moments when God reveals our purpose and we have to take that next step through an open door. Amen. And Esther is a great picture of this, a great picture of this. Esther, you know, she was adopted as a, as a girl in a broken family. She was a Jewish woman in Babylon. If you read them things, that's hashtag no good. All right. For all, the, for all the young people sitting to my left right here, hashtag no good right here, all right? And we know Haman wanted to kill the Jewish people. But Esther became queen. And I love how her uncle Mordecai reminds her of her purpose and saying, you know, you didn't just become queen just because you're beautiful and just because there's actually, you, you step through an open door of opportunity and now all these people are going to get killed. All your people are going to get killed. But Esther, you already in the door. And if you would just walk into the door, it says in Esther 4, 14 and 15, Mordecai saying to Esther, if you keep quiet at a time like this, if you don't say anything when all this evil is happening, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just, for just such a time as this. What if that open door of opportunity that may seem scary, it may seem far-fetched, it may seem out of your reach. What if an open door comes and you can see God's purpose? Amen? In other words, you'll never know the opportunities or a purpose for which God may have with you until you walk through the open door. The last one here. The way God reveals, how God reveals our purpose is through a God encounter. Oh, how we need a God encounter today. And as we were seeing this, show me your glory. You know, I was reminded of Moses' story. And Moses, we know, comes to, in Exodus 3, comes to this burning bush encounter with God. And God, the Lord Yahweh, I mean him in a fiery burning bush that wasn't being consumed, calls forth the purpose out of Moses. And out of that encounter, Moses asks, well, how am I supposed to do this? Anybody feel like sometimes you, you, you met with something and you're like, how, God, am I supposed to do this? And I love how God will sometimes answer our question with a question. Don't you love how he just flips it on us sometimes? He'll answer our question with a question. 
Exodus 4, 2, the Lord says, Then the Lord asked him, What is in your hand? What is in your hand? And I feel like God is asking us that question this morning. What, what, what is in your hand? As encounters with God reveal what we're made for and what we carry with our hands. Stand to your feet this morning. What, what, what is in, what is in your hand? Just close your eyes wherever you're at. What is in your hands this morning? Are your hands full of doubt and confusion? Maybe your hands this morning are full of the baggage of your past and excuses. God wants to put a new thing in your hand this morning. He wants to activate you in your purpose. You weren't just meant just to have a good life. You were meant to have a great life. You weren't just meant to be happy. You were meant to have joy. There is purpose with everything in your life. Close your eyes right where you're at and just lift your hands to the Lord. I want to tell you, God created you on purpose for a purpose. God created you on purpose for a purpose. And I just feel in my heart this morning that in this the direction, in the way the Lord has been speaking to us this morning, a lot, of, a lot of us in this room have been doing some intro, introspection here, searching on the inside and searching our hearts and thinking through our lives. And maybe God wants to use you. Maybe God has a purpose, but there are things holding you back from doing that. There is something you're carrying that doesn't match your purpose. As the prayer team gets into their spots this morning, I just want to encourage you, don't leave carrying what doesn't belong to you and your purpose. God is writing a story in your life. Are you ready to join him on, his sto on that story? Are you ready to join him on that journey? Are you ready to say, Jesus, I'll go and I'll do and I'll say whatever you would have me say. I don't want anything holding me back. And if you don't know the gifts God has for you, if you don't know what God has equipped you with, this morning you can know. But greater than that, I believe we need a God encounter this morning. We need a fresh touch from heaven in our life. This morning, if you either know your purpose or know what you're carrying or you don't know, I want you to step out of your seat and come down here and tell the Lord, just before you and the Lord, just tell them, hey, I'm ready to walk in this purpose. I'm ready to activate this thing.
I want you to come down front. I want you to come. We want to pray with you. We want to bless you. If you have any other need in your life, we want you to come. And we want to pray with you. We've seen so many healings happening in this house. God is answering prayer. Whatever it is in your hand that is holding you back this morning, I want to encourage you and challenge you. Don't hold on. Jesus, right now, God, come on, lift your hands, family. We release to you what doesn't belong to us. We release to you, God, every baggage, everything of our past, every excuse. Father, you like Moses, God, who said, I don't know how, I don't, I, but, but God this, and but God that, and but God, I'm, I'm not this, and I'm not ready. I don't know what God said, no, but I've called you. I've called you, and as he called Moses, so he calls you this morning. In Jesus' name, God, I just pray that you would activate purpose in us, God. That you would activate, Father, your will, your plan that is good, that is pleasing, that is perfect. That we would not live a counterfeit, that we would not live in confusion, that we would not live in comparison. But Jesus, that you would move our hearts to surrender to you. In Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.